be a team player. With our limited knowledge combined, we'd be unstoppable. I'll tell you something you don't know. You tell me something I don't know. And so it begins. Welcome to the show presented by BDG Sports. I'm your host, Vince Douglas Gregory. Non-friendly reminder, let's be real. There are no excuses. You can listen to the show everywhere. It's your world. You have the power. And the choice is yours. Here's a run out of the show. No six cents, just five cents, and my two cents are free. Five cents. Jimmy Butler. Four cents. NFL Draft. Three cent. Russell Westbrook. Two cent. NHL playoffs. One cent. Ryan Pace. The award goes to rewind. Fast forward. Extra. 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 Five cents. Jimmy Butler calling out Marcus Smart is what retro NBA playoffs was all about. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. One single bit. If it's a fake tough guy situation, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if the public trash talking isn't comparable to Twitter trolls tweeting tirades. Don't care. Since the association banned players, you know, from running into the stands, hanging out haymakers to heaven sent fans, This is the highest quality we're going to get. This is the highest quality we're going to get. However, however, Jimmy, don't throw stones if you live in a glass mansion. Can't call someone an actor if you hang out with actors. Marky Mark, strike that. Mark Wahlberg. But you're a stand-up guy. You'll never do that. You'll never call someone an actor. As far as the Marcus Smart situation goes, um, he's, a, he's a great actor, acting tough. That's what he does. But I don't think he's about that. And um, I, I just don't think I'm, I'm the wrong guy to, to get in my face. Not, not. So he need to um, take it somewhere else because I'm, I'm not the one for that. Is, it, is that the first time you said something to you or has that been going on this year? Uh, I think, yeah, that's the first time. Last time too, we're not gonna sit here and and um, get in each other's faces like that. Like like I said, that's I don't, he's not about that life, so he's calm, calming down. Credit NBA TV. Yeah, that's what I thought. I knew, we knew. You never call someone an actor, especially especially Marcus Smart. I was taken back by being about that life comment. I don't know if you know, Jimmy, but there are many mortals about that Taylor Swift life. You aren't the only one. I'm sure it's easy to forget because you are so busy 
practicing, playing, and preparing. I'm here for you. Consider this a friendly reminder. Late, I know. Four cents. NFL Draft, I have no beef with you. Keep doing you, in fact. I believe you need to defend yourself more. We say we don't like bullies, yet those very individuals bully. Think about that for a second. We say, regular people, humans, me, you. We say we don't like bullies, yet we bully. That does not make any sense, right? I don't know what the NFL draft has done to deserve this disdain. All the NFL draft want to do is give hope. Hope of pulling the family out of poverty. All the NFL draft want to do is give hope. Hope of fulfilling a childhood dream. All the NFL draft want to do is give hope. Hope of providing a high wage paying profession. For whatever reason, people still bully. For whatever reason, people still mock. I'm a great proponent of the NFL. However, I do not mock the NFL draft. I understand its importance. I know its value. Making a mock draft is something I never sink down to do. It's not right. It's not right. I do not accept that bullying. Mock NFL drafts are evil. Mock NFL drafts are not right. They are never right. Why do this? Why mock? Why tease the NFL draft in a scornful manner? Three cents. Not only is Russell Westbrook the MVP, assuming I have a vote, and my vote is what the majority of the voters conclude. Here's what Jimmy Butler would say. It's all about that life. Have a legit question? Have a personal gripe. Have a hidden agenda. It doesn't matter. Russell Westbrook would shut you down. Forget how it always is. Forget the tried and true method. It's what Russell say it's going to be. Teammates go alone because he is their champion. They are not going alone to get alone. Do not try to divide and conquer. Do not attempt to divide and conquer. Do not appear to make an effort to divide and conquer. It won't end well. You won't like Russell Westbrook when he's angry. Steven, second time in three games, uh, you guys really struggled when Russell went to the bench. You were out there for part of that. What goes on when he goes to the bench? Why is Houston so successful? And, and do you sense that, that they sort of get an energy boost just from him going out of the game? Hold on, Steven. <clears throat> I don't want nobody to try to split us up. We all one team. Regardless, if I go to the bench, if Steven's on the floor, if I'm off the floor, we in this together. Don't split us up. Don't try to split us up. Don't try to make us go against each other. Try to make against Russell 
and the rest of the guys, Russell against Houston, I don't, I don't want to hear that. We in this together. We playing as a team, and that's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, Russell, I'm not trying to split you up, but twice in three games, you guys have not played well at all. When you've gone to the bench, that's fine. We, say, and I'm just say, trying to figure out what's going say, on. Russell, you ain't played well at all. Say Russell and the team is, haven't played well. Don't say when Russell goes out, the team don't play well. It don't matter. We in this together. That may that may be Russell, but I asked Stephen a question, well, and it's, it's a legitimate. Me and you. Next question. It's a legitimate question. Next question. Next question. What? Next question. No, I think we'll keep the microphone. I had a question for Ste I had a question for Stephen, and it wasn't answered. And I don't understand if Stephen wants to say he still hasn't said anything. If he wants to say I don't want to answer that, fine. But next question, please. Credit NBA TV. Two cents. Uh, let me see. Here we go. Dear NHL, NHL, comma. As part of our ongoing effort effort with an E to provide improved reliability for our NHL playoff coverage. Okay, coverage. We will be upgrading the Hot Takes platform used to reference reference your NHL.com website. Website and the actual games. Games. The work will be performed over the remaining NHL playoff games. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see what else. As we perform this upgrade, coverage on your sport will be unavailable for approximately, let's see how long should it take? I Approximately uh, one and a half to two months. That should be enough time. We realize how important the reliability of your NHL playoff coverage is to you and the fanatics. Fanatics. Fans. Fanatics. I think we're going to make a mistake. Fanatics. To you and the fanatics. We will be doing everything we can to minimize the impact to your sport. If for some reason your sport experiences any issues beyond the expected impact mentioned, please contact uh, admin, support, contact. Please contact support and we will work with you to resolve the issues as quickly as possible. Okay. We will not let you become the Major League Soccer. No, you're hockey. Never MLS. Sincerely yours, the VDG Sports Team. One sound. Chicago Bears General Manager Ryan Pace is the next it guy for hot takers. Hot takes. Hot takes. Trading away multiple draft picks to move up one spot in the first round when there's no reason to is what Jedi masters do. Hot takers can't understand. 
Hot takers can't understand. They're playing checkers with chess pieces. Pace knows things we don't know. He knows why hiccups cures work. He knows why moths are attracted to light. He knows where dogs come from. He knows why the universe exists. He knows what dark matter, dark energy is. This is only the beginning, y'all. Only the beginning. Pace is all-knowing. I get it. I get it. This is how the hot taker culture works. Seriously, seriously. How do you know Mitch Trubisky is not an actual franchise quarterback? And by the looks of things, Ryan Pace is betting his professional career on that he is. Regardless of the picks traded, forget about that. Just forget about it. Put it in a box and throw it away. Forget it. Ryan Pace believes Trubisky is the guy. How he acquired him is just noise. Noise. It's the Jedi mind trick to distract. Shiny object, shiny object, shiny object. What was I talking about? Focus on the actual pick. If Mitch Trubisky isn't the guy, if he isn't the future franchise quarterback that Ron Pace believes he is, Pace on down to the strength coordinator will be updating a resume. And more than likely, adding talent developer to skill set. The Bundesliga Eternal Title Award goes to Bayern Munich. This goes to you even though you just won your fifth Bundesliga title in a row. First time ever. I don't see you losing again. I don't see you losing in that league again. So the next year when you win, you'll break that record. The next year when you win, you'll break that record. The next year when you win, you'll break that record. And so on and so on and so on. A team with your resources, a club with your resources, The money, the money that you can spend that other teams in your league can't spend. You can continue to bring in quality players. You can get quality players to come. You can win the league with anyone managing it. It's easy. Just put the players out there. They can coach themselves. They can do it themselves. They are smart enough. They're tough enough. And they are quality. They can do it themselves. That's not the issue. That's not the problem. That would never be the problem. That's why it's eternal. It is eternal. Next decade, you will still be winning. The next decade, you will still be winning. The next century, you will still be winning with your resources and money and deep, how deep those pockets go. In fact, the players are going to be coming. 
Your future players are ready to come. That 12-year-old in the park right now, he's ready. He's ready. Go ahead. Sign him. Get him to come play. You can guarantee that he will win the domestic title annually until the end of time. Assuming he's not a robot or a cyborg, the time is eternal. And that's why this Bundesliga eternal title goes to you. Congrats. Rewind. Manchester United drew Manchester City. Rewind. Golden State Warriors swept Portland Trailblazers. Rewind. MLB has five teams with 15 or more wins. Cleveland Browns drafted Miles Garrett at number one. Rewind. Monaco remained atop La Ligue on table. Rewind. Manchester United unbeaten streak continued. Bayern Munich clinched their fifth Bundesliga title in a row. Rewind. Buffalo Bears fired general manager Doug Whaley day after NFL draft. Rewind. MLB has four batters. 10-plus home runs a month into the season. Larry Bird steps down as head of Pacers basketball operations. Real Madrid defeats Atletico Madrid in Champions League clash. Pittsburgh Penguins sweep Washington Capitals. Washington Wizards eliminates Boston Celtics. MLB pitcher tosses a no-hitter. NFL player gets arrested. I'm telling you, if it was karaoke night, oh I'm telling yeah. If, if it was karaoke night or if we were at karaoke night and I was just in the in in the groove, just jamming out, just word for word with my song. I would have got a standing ovation. I would have got a standing ovation. I don't know, I don't know how long it would have been, but it definitely would have been low less than no less than five minutes. No less than five minutes. Some haters would have even stood up. And gave me the flea clap and said, boy, you clown that. You showed off. I got I to gotta give it up for you. And see, even them would have gave, even they would have gave me the flea clap. So I wasn't worried. You know, just doing that like, boop, boop, making my chest pop, dancing. And then while I was doing it, I was getting too into this. I was getting so into the song where I just didn't, I was getting excited. I was getting happy. And then all of a sudden, I just like picking up, increase, increase, increase speed. Then next thing I know, I'm five miles over the speed limit. And I'm five miles over the speed limit. And I set this to alert me when I'm five miles over the speed limit. I thought, I actually, I didn't know how this alert was going to go. I didn't know how it was going to alert me. I didn't know if my steering wheel would have shook, but hey, maybe that would have been a bad idea. Who needs a shaking steering wheel when they're driving on the highway? That sounds like a plan. I didn't know that if there's going to be some flashing light 
Hey, yeah, I'm driving. I need a flashing light in my eye. Exactly. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how this alert was going to take place. I just knew there was going to be some alert going off. And I got into my song, making my chest pop, dancing, singing, just into the groove. And then next thing I know, like I said, I'm five miles over the speed limit. So I'm five miles over the speed limit. I'm not knowing what kind of alert is, is going to take place. Is what's going to happen. I mean, I can rule some things out, but ruling those things out still don't let me know what's actually going to take place. So this is still like a mystery to me. This is still like something I'm just trying to discover on my car that's been there that maybe I can possibly use, but I'm just trying it out this time because it's a road trip and I'm with my road dogs, road dogs. So this alert goes off and this alert is an sound alert. It's an audible alert and it is the most annoying. Well, one of the most annoying sounds that you can just hear. And I'm like, oh, this is bad because I'm jamming. I'm, sh- I'm making my chest pop. I am doing all the things that make me happy. And I'm, I'm, singing, I'm, I'm singing my song. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in the zone. And then this alert comes and it's like, whoa, I am not in the mood for this. I can't make my chest pop anymore. This sound is, it, is distracting me. This sound is is, is not making me feel good. This sound is, is making me feel a little bad. This sound is just taking me, taking me out of my zone. This, this sound is just, it, it's just bringing me down. It's bringing me down. I was, I was all the way up. Now I'm coming down. Now I'm coming down. I'm like, oh, no. And the thing about this sound, it just doesn't alert you and then not alert you anymore. It alerts you and it continuously And it continues to alert you until you come back down to the speed that you're at. Until you come back down. So it's not like, oh, yeah, okay, alert. You over the, you over the, uh, you over your set speed. You can keep it moving, but I'm just letting, I'm just informing you that you are over your set speed. So if you continue over your set speed, I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'm just going to tell you this one time that you're over your set speed. No, I didn't, it it didn't work that way. It didn't tell me that. let me knew until the time where I brought it back down. And like I said, I'm just trying to figure all this stuff out on the fly because this is my first time using it. I thought it would have, I thought it was going to be a good idea. So I'm going, I'm five miles over the speed limit and this audible, horrible noise is just still going off. And it's like, uh, I'm not singing anymore. My chest isn't popping anymore. I'm not smiling anymore. I'm uh, actually now I'm just getting a little nervous. I'm sweating and I'm, I'm trying to stay focused and making sure that th- that car stay in their lane, that I'm staying in my lane, that that big truck isn't trying to get over. I'm just like, whoa, I am super aware. There's so many things going around, uh, on around me. So many things is going on. And now I have to deal with this alert. Now I just have to try to block this alert. How do I make the alert stop? Oh, and by the way, yeah, my road dogs and my peeps in my car, they were asleep, but the alert, it woke them up. The alert woke them up and don't look now, but guess what? I was having my normal game. Me having my normal, I was having my normal game 
me having my normal game, which is my normal game is pretty bad when it's compared to other people's standards. But when it's compared to my standards, I, I, was, having, I was having my normal game. I was having my normal average game on par to get the amount of points that I normally get. But compared to everybody else, I was dead last, you know, pulling up the rear dead last. And that mean that I was the one getting the jokey jokes. I was the one getting the jokey jokes and all the jokes were coming my directions. Like, hey, why don't you just try, uh, try uh, throwing it this way? Why don't you try throwing it with your right hand? Why don't you try bouncing it? Why don't you? I was getting so many suggestions from people that I was with of how to bowl. And at some point, when, you, you, when you're a bad bowler, you know, you well, I'm a bad bowler. I know I'm a bad bowler. Therefore, all these suggestions that I get of how to bowl the correct way, bowl the proper way, been there, done that. I've heard it so many times, so many times. And it, I'm not going to say it gets annoying because I'm, I know I'm bad at bowling. I know this, but I go anyway to be with my peeps. I go anyway to hang out. So if I'm going anyway to be over in peace, I'm going anyway to hang out. I'm doing all this anyway, knowing that I'm a bad bowler. You don't have to give me any tips. You do not have to give me any tips. You do not have to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Just enjoy the fact that I'm there. Just enjoy the fact that I came out. Just enjoy the fact that I'm not watching grass grow or reading a book behind my eyelids. Just enjoy the fact that I am there. Yet, this occasion, that wasn't happening. This occasion, I was getting directions, instructions of how to bowl the proper way. So I was a little distracted, and I was grabbing my bowling ball, reaching for it, couldn't find it. It was taking it a long time to come back, come up. So I just took the first ball, and it was, it was, it, it felt different. It was lighter than my uh, normal ball. So right there kind of threw me off. But I was already getting all this information, information overload, 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 overload. There's so much going on, getting all this information overload, grab the ball. The ball was light and things were just moving so quickly, moving so fast that I was unable to just process. I was unable to just be aware of everything. Actually, I was just unable to be aware of what was going on with the, the pins. Yeah, there was a reason that my ball didn't come back because sometime when the pins are getting re-racked, there's like a delay or something happens. So if you're not looking down, it could, it could throw you off. It could fool you or, or something like that. Well, it didn't throw me off. It didn't fool me. I just wasn't looking down that far because I was just trying to grab my ball and I was just trying to bowl and just block all this information out and go to my happy place. I just want to go to my happy place and make my chest pop and just sing to my songs and just, woo, I'm having fun. Yeah. So all that was happening, all that was going on. I took the bowling ball and I, and I just got my wind up and then I just get ready to throw it. My arms going forward. And then that's when I looked down and I looked down and I was like, I see that the pins are getting racked and placed down. And by that time, by that time, I had, I, had, I had two options. By that time, I had two options, and 
none of them really were good options. It was bad option and worse option. Bad option and worse option. I'll let you figure out which one it was. One, I could just go ahead and just go full force and just let this ball just fly up in that, fly up in the air and just bounce and bounce and just hit everything and do what it's going to do. Or I can just try to pull my arm back and just hurt myself and just try to do something a little, little cray cray, a little something different and maybe just make the ball go a different direction and not as, as hard. Try to just uh, do a little curve and just try to change something up. Well, let me tell you what I did. Me at that point, I was like, hey, ain't no reason for both of us to get hurt because I processed in my head at that moment when I only had two options. I just went with my gut instinct. I just went with my instinct. This is my first time, and I don't say this a lot, but uh, can you tell me what's going on? Tell me what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Hey, how about you tell me? I wish... I could read your mind, but I can't read your mind. And we do not have this special bond or this special communication sequence where it's non-verbal like I do with you guys. We, we didn't have that. So I get out. I get out after I finish parking and get, and get situated. I get out. And I go to uh, do the pump. And this time, this time, I, I'd say that whole tasty beverage and that whole uh, energy drink and that whole vice, oh, that was gone. I did not, I did not want an energy drink. I, I did not feel like that I needed to bow down to the pressure of my vice with that energy drink being so close and within walking distance from me going in there getting, uh-uh. I'm trying to get in and I'm trying to get out as soon as possible because I don't know if the person in that Jaguar is coming back anytime soon. And if they are coming back anytime soon, why did they leave in the first place? Why did they leave that car abandoned in the first place? Why did they leave that vehicle abandoned in the first place? And do they think that other people within this area or gas station had something to do with it? So I don't, I don't know any of that. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Therefore, I'm trying to get in, get out, get in, get out. So I'm just going, put my card in, pump in the gas as fast as I can with my hand just held down. Sometimes the thing is just like click up and then I have to like re, re, re-hold it. And in a few um, seconds, maybe minutes, minutes. Later, get to go, like, put everything, close everything up, getting ready to hop in the car, hop in the car, turn it on, push the start. And this is this spot or getting out from the other end because I didn't bother going back to the end that I came in. Because if I came back to the end that I came in, I'd have to maneuver around the Jaguar again. And I'm not trying to do that anymore. Uh, all I need to do is pass that car once. Do not need to pass it a second time. So I'm going out the other end. But the other thin end has like this area where your zero 
the 60 game have to be on point. Your zero to 60 game has to be, it, it has to be on point because there's a light, but the light's far away. And this area puts you on the freeway, puts you on highway. Therefore, the people that's already on this road or this street or this extension of the highway, they're already trucking. They already are going super duper fast. So for me to just pull out there and not be able to mash it down real quick and just go super fast, that's a bad look. That's not a good look. That is not a good look. And that's not a good thing to do because you're going to have somebody that don't want to stop and just run into the back of you. But hey, at that point, it is what it is. It's Manny being Manny. Or some other things can happen. I just want to think about those other things because maybe I have to go back to that gas station again. I maybe have to think about some of the decisions that I made. And I don't want to like have this in the back of my mind or in my head. So I just don't want to just don't want to think about it. So I'm just going to put that in the box. I'm just going to toss it that way. Yeah, not that way, but the other way. And oop, no worries on that. So I'm leaving and I just like not necessarily floored, but floored to the point where I'm not destroying my engine. And I know when me flooring it or coming close to flooring it and destroying my engine because I've been there, done that before, and I'm not trying to level up on that, and I'm not trying to be an expert on that. Keep it 100, so you keep it 100. Just don't be offended when it happens. Do not be offended when it happens. But don't be offended when it it happens. And not only that, your car alarm, the little alert inside the car, the little flashy light, all that stuff. That's not going to go off until I put my seatbelt on. Unless you can figure out a mechanism or you can turn it off or you can just figure out a way to trick trick your electric system or maybe I just snap it and not actually put it on and just like roll it over my head. But that's too much trouble. That's too much work. Why not just go ahead and snap it and put it on and just leave it on? Why don't I just snap it, put it on, and then just roll it over and just have it in my back or something like that? No. No, that's too much work. So if you know a way where you can just uh, turn off the alarm or the little indicator signaling or letting everyone in the car know that the passenger does not have their seatbelt on, then I'll think about it. But the answer is still going to be no and the seatbelt's going on. It is what it is. I got to do my part in a social contract. You might not look at it as that way right now or even during the little driving adventure, even during the driving adventure. But later on, maybe 10 minutes from then, maybe an hour, a day, a decade, a century, a millennia or something. You realize that, hey, he was just helping out for the social contract. The social contract that I agree that any passenger that's coming in my car, they're going to get out the same way they left. They're going to get in, get out, be the same, same way, same way. I'm just doing my part for the social contract. I'm just doing my part. I'm helping helping help me help you help me help you so we can help each other and help everybody let's help let's be some helpers let's let's help
It's already so many things that's going on when driving anyway. You have to be aware. You have to be aware of so many different factors that's already taking place on the road. So I'm just trying to do my part. I'm just trying to help. I am just trying to help and just make things go smoothly. I want to keep my record intact. I want to keep my record intact. Cars and accidents, car accidents. It's, I like to experience things. I like to have these different experiences, but I don't want to have uh, the experience of being in an accident. Being in an accident as a passenger, being in an accident as a passenger, been there, done that, wasn't, it wasn't cool. It wasn't a good feeling. It, it was bad. It was something that it, it happened. It happened. And I just don't want, I just don't want that anymore. And if I can do anything to help prevent that, if I can do anything to help prevent that, I'm all for that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. And you, as in having me as a passenger, owe that to me as well. So you got so much on your plate. You have so, so much responsibility. So much responsibility going on. And I'm just trying to take a little of that responsibility away. I'm just trying to take a little of that responsibility away. Call me a team player. Don't call me a hater. Don't call me a whiner. Don't call me a fusser. Don't call me hypocritical. Don't call me a hater. Call me a team player. Because I'm looking out for team here. It's team car. Team car. Let everybody in this car and everybody on this road get off. Get out the same way they came in. You came on this road this way, you're going to leave this road that way too. You got in this car this way, healthy, you're going to leave, get out this car, healthy too. Team player, looking out for team. I was just walking along, minding my own business, just minding my own business, keeping to myself. I was just just walking along, minding my own business, walking along, minding my own business. And you can tell when... Somebody's following you or somebody's watching you. It was my gut feeling. My intuition was telling me that somebody's watching me or somebody's following me. Can't determine which one right now because there's not enough information. There's not enough information. So give me more information. So I was walking. And I kind of turned around and I saw someone out the corner of my eye behind me. So I just kept walking. I was like, ah, okay, no worries. And, but my gut instinct, my intuition was telling me that this person is following me. This person is following me. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I ordered DVR, TV shows and movies. Yeah, I have this energy drink. Thinking majig vice problem ish. Yet I don't deserve to be followed or other insert bad things to happen. Nah. So I kept walking. And the thing uh, about this 
I decided to like kind of take a a detour, kind of go uh walk uh in an area or a different direction to see if this person was following me, to see if if this person really followed me and if they really follow me, what's what's my next move? What's gonna happen? What's going on? So I took a weird turn into a different direction and then I'm just still walking, still walking at a almost almost at a regular regular pace. Like walking. Yeah, okay. And then I got this feeling. Not the feeling feeling, but the gut feeling, the intuition. It's like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm still being followed. I feel like I'm still being followed and I feel like somebody is watching me. I sped up. I started walking faster. Started walking faster. Almost like a jog, but not a jog. And definitely not a sprint. It was it, it was a power walk. And I'm in my power walk and I'm like, dude. Just in my power walk. And then I make another turn. And then I still got this feeling. But this feeling is telling me, need more information. Need more information. Turn around, turn around, turn around. And so I kind of like turn. And I was like, wow, somebody's still following me. So I got the feeling that somebody was still following me. But now, now there's no more turns to make. And the only thing left to do is either go straight, which leads to almost a dead end, or stand your ground. Straight, dead end, and continue to try to run. It's like, ah, ah, or stand the ground. So my, what is it called? Fight or flight. My fight or flight said, okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me give you, let me give you all this adrenaline. Let me give you all this, this, this emotion. Let me give you all this strength and endurance and let me give you everything you need because now it's time to make a decision. I'm giving you everything you need and you need to either fight or flight. You need to stand up, stand your ground. Well, you need to run. And if you're going to run, you can't run the dead end way because you're going to use up all your energy. You're going to use up all this stuff that I'm giving you. So you got to run the other direction into, into the person that's following you. So I stopped. I got all this energy going and I'm like stopped and it's dark and really can't see, but I know somebody's following me. And I just stop and I'm like, okay. It is on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Go ahead. Stand up. Puff your chest out. And we're going to do this like we always do. Three, two, one. Peace. Ow.